Best-selling author Simone Kelly has done it again. Her latest novel, 1544, will take you on a suspenseful and mystical ride. 1544 is a thriller about a father and daughter with supernatural abilities. Meet Ty Carter, millionaire investor, and Journey Salazar, his 22-year-old daughter. Journey is eager to learn about her family roots and build a relationship with her father. Journey soon shows him that she is the master of control and manipulation. Daddy's little girl is not all she claims to be. Do you believe in love at first sight? Well, At Second Glance tells the story of three independent women who have to face the hard facts of what happens when you rush into love. Storm, Dee, and Tajana will take you on a fun journey of adventures of sisterhood, love, and deceit. I'd love to hear how fat her ass was again. Uh, come on, stop. He walked closer to my side of the desk. I just want to know if... No! We can't be friends. Friendship is about trust, love, and respect, none of which I have for you. I stood up from my chair and pointed to the door. Welcome to the At Second Glance podcast, which is a limited series based on national best-selling book, At Second Glance by Simone Kelly. Thanks for listening. Raven started working here right after Lance and I broke up, and I didn't discuss much with her. Fortunately, I didn't have to reiterate my life story to her. Raven was good at minding her own business. I was furious and happy at his arrival all at once. An evil smile came across my face. Give me five minutes, and then please send him in. All right, then. I'm leaving in a few, too. I got a gig tonight at the Goody Bar. See you tomorrow. And please, get some rest, Ty. You're working way too hard. She shook a shame finger at me. Don't worry about me, I'll be okay. I smiled and waved her off to go home. Before I forget, you got two messages from Shonda and one from Zane Taylor's manager, Eric Janor. Funny how he always seems to tell me he's Zane Taylor's manager, like I could forget. Yeah, he's on Zane's dick. What does he want anyhow? I looked out at the orange sunset and I shook my head. Mm, He didn't say, but I think we know what he wants. Not in a million years. We both looked at each other with little smiles that referred to our lunch discussion on Monday when I told her about Mr. Eric's thumb. I rocked back and forth in my desk chair and teased. Well, what are you waiting for? Go on, have fun with your show tonight. Looks like you're in for a fun night yourself. I rushed back to my backpack behind the door and pulled out my compact to check my makeup. I glided on a fresh coat of brown lip liner and gloss. I also brushed my hair out and let it fall over one eye and onto my shoulders. I opened an extra button on my blouse too. Why go through all this trouble? One word, torture. Lance was going to pay in one way or another for what he did to me. Seeing me look this good would add to his misery of living without me. I was shaken by a knock at the door. So I quickly hid my brush and my makeup in my bag. Come in, I said as sternly as I possibly could. Lance opened the door with a nervous look on his face. He was wearing a long black lawyer coat and a gray Armani suit, my favorite one. He smelled of Tom Ford cologne. He knew exactly what he was doing. I didn't think you'd allow me to come in since you haven't even returned my calls. I shouldn't have. I'm very busy. 
And this wasn't a scheduled meeting. I used my professional tone just to piss him off. So exactly can I help you with Mr. Walker? You look really good, Ty. It's been a long time. Oh, thanks. I tried not to blush. I had to remain strong in his presence. Lance always knew how to change a subject with a compliment. He removed his coat and fitted wool hat and revealed shiny mini dreads that seemed like a contradictory to his style. He used to have a short fade and was always corporate in his attire. And the laid back dreaded look didn't fly right with him at all. He was wearing the monogram tailor-made shirt and the 14 karat gold cufflinks I bought him last Christmas. Well, I just been thinking about you a lot and something just told me to come by here tonight. I just needed to see your face, Ty. It's been long. Baby, I- Baby, nothing. I really don't know why you still bother, Lance. After months of apologizing, I thought you realized that it's finally over with us. I know you hate me right now and you have every reason to. I just wanted you to know that I'm not dealing with Nancy anymore and that I want you to give me a chance at being your friend. That's it, my friend. He had this pitiful look on his face as he was preparing for my answer. He sounded so rehearsed. I shook my head and rocked in my chair. I find out you were fucking my best friend and now I'm supposed to be buddies with you? I put on a sarcastic smile and cheerfully said, yeah, come on, let's get a cup of coffee to chat about what positions you guys came up with. I'd love to hear how fat her ass was again. Ty, come on, stop. He walked closer to my side of the desk. I just wanna know if- No, we can't be friends. Friendship is about trust, love, and respect, none of which I have for you. I stood up from my chair and pointed to the door. You know what? Why don't you just leave before I lose it? I just couldn't tolerate his face and the ugly little worms on his head anymore. What? He looked shocked at my firmness. Did I stutter? Please leave. I walked over to the door and put my hand on the doorknob. Lance followed me to the door and placed his hand on mine to stop me. I can't, Ty, I can't. I'm still in love with you and I need you back in my life. You think I'm proud of what I did to you? Messing with Nancy was the biggest mistake I ever made. I can't stop thinking about how bad I screwed up. His eyes filled up, but no tears actually fell. I just gazed into his soft caramel face and his pretty lips. I was lost in the face of the man I once longed to marry. At that moment, I just had an urge to kiss him, but struggled to resist it. Unfortunately, Lance standing so close, just bent down and gently kissed me on the lips. I let my guard down for the brief second. I was lost in a nostalgic moment, feeling how I used to feel for him. I quickly stepped back to pull away from him. What the hell was that for? I tried to look upset. I put my lips together like I had a sour taste of lemon in my mouth. Now come on, it's not like I forced you. Look, you better leave. Have a nice life, Mr. Walker. He grabbed my chin and held it gently. All right, I'll leave, but I'm not gonna stop trying, Ty. Lance opened the door and I walked back to my desk. When outside the door, he peeked through the open crack and slowly whispered, I love you. I just shook my head and flashed my hand to motion him to leave. I felt my eyes starting to water, but instead of crying like a weak fool, I quickly composed myself. Seeing him made me realize that I do still love him, no matter how much I cursed the day we met. When I saw his eyes water and when he kissed me, it reminded me of how sweet he used to be to me. I remembered how much he adored me and treated me like a queen. He showed me love every day and he let the world know I was his woman.
Although it was nice to reminisce, I also knew I had to give myself a reality check. I opened up my Palm Pilot case and took out the folded sheet of paper that was hidden behind a leather flap. It was withered and worn from being read so many times. Even little holes have formed in its creases. My mom said I should just throw it away, but I feel like if I do, I'll pretend it never happened and forget. I looked at her photo in the mahogany frame on my desk and could actually hear her scolding me. I ignored her voice in my head because whenever I begin to get depressed about Lance, I just whip out his unforgettable email. Subject, it's workout time. What's up, sweetheart? Just got out of one of my yawn fest meetings. I couldn't stop thinking about you throughout the entire thing. I just wanted to let you know how much I miss you. This is really turning into five months of torture instead of fun. Of course, it's not your fault. It's just killing me when I come over there and not be able to hug you or kiss you when I want to. Remember last weekend when we snuck in a few grinds by the sink with Todd right there? <laughs> I know I was pushing it, but that fat ass of yours was working with that skirt, mommy. Your man still thinks you have aerobics class so late? When is our next class? Let me stop playing with you. Let me know if Tuesday or Wednesday is good for you. Ty told me today she's going to Cali those days for a video shoot. I miss you, baby. Lance. Yep, that's what did it. I was in total shock because sweet old Lance was the last man I would think would ever do some sneaky shit like that. I found the email right in the printer on the workstation that both Nancy and I shared. To this day, I don't know if she left it there on purpose or not. I guess I'll never know. The day I found it, I just kept reading it over and over, like I was trying to decipher some ancient code or something. Although his letter did paint a very descriptive picture of the crap that was going on behind my back. Only one line played over and over in my head. Five months of torture. Five months of torture? Five months this shit has been going on. I would be mad if it was just a one night stand, but knowing it was five months made me insane. Five months of them sleeping around behind my back having sex in the same bed we did five months of that bitch smiling in my face living in my house all those late nights when she strolled in from fucking my man i would chill with her and we'd talk about our day while watching seinfeld yeah my bosom buddy the thought of it brought the taste of bow to the back of my throat I opened my eyes and everything started to come together. Nancy started to become the gym fanatic a couple of nights a week. I remember her always coming home extremely late. Her excuse was that she had a class, then went to the sauna or the steam room. By the time she took a shower and got on a train home, it would be around 11.30 p.m. Those were the same nights that I would be at home alone. Lance was one sneaky motherfucker too. I should have noticed something when the flowers and special surprises came to a sudden halt. His thoughtfulness, creativity with dates is what kept me always wanting to be around him. But he was suddenly too busy to keep it up. 
Lance was usually on the phone with a client in South Africa or from the Netherlands at odd hours of the night since they had different time zones. So he always had a great alibi. He used to call me late at night on his cell phone to tell me he was working late or just really tired. He would always say he was thinking about me and that he loved me. I miss you, sweetie, is what he would say softly to me. Since we really only had time to see each other on weekends, she probably was right there with him, all snuggled up on him. It's not like he had to hide our relationship from her. She had a man. So what would she care if Lance called me? They probably took turns checking in to Fernando and me. Nancy was just not some old roommate that I yanked off the street from like the one ads. I knew this girl for 16 years. We started to play with each other when she moved to the old neighborhood in Harlem when we were 12 years old. She was truly the only friend I had. I never did like having too many women friends because they can be too catty, possessive, and just plain jealous. Nancy was the only person besides my mother who I opened up to. She was the one I went to for advice about Lance. So she knew all of our most intimate secrets. The trifling bitch turns around and fucks my man. She had her own damn boyfriend. And he was a nice guy too. Fernando would kick Lance's ass if he ever found out. To this day, I think she is still with poor Fernando. She probably made up some outrageous story about why I kicked her ass out. I'm sure he believed her because his head is probably in the clouds, just like mine was. When I think about all that I went through, it makes me wonder why. I screamed and yelled, broke his gifts, tore old cards into shreds, but I never asked him why. Why did he cheat? Was I not a good enough woman for him? Was I not satisfying him? Did I spend too much time traveling or dealing with my artists? What could I have done to make him want someone else? My closest friend at that. But it might be what I didn't do. Lance would ask me to try new things, experiment with toys, role play, watch pornos with him and other perverted things. It just wasn't me. <sighs> I wasn't into stuff like that. Nancy was everything like me personality wise. We laughed at the same jokes. Both of us were focused businesswomen and both of us supposedly adored our men. On the other hand, our past relationships were what truly set us apart. I had slept with only three men. She had slept with 28. I remember all of her wild escapades with strangers in her college days. I used to love to listen to her stories. She enjoyed strip teasing, oral sex, and she even liked anal sex. Disgusting. She was everything I wasn't sexually. She was a freak. Nancy was an attractive girl with slanted eyes, a bright smile and long curly hair, and a voluptuous shape. I couldn't stand the thought of Lance and her alone naked. That feeling of not knowing why he did it gnawed at me like an aching pain in my chest. I'll probably never know what made him or her do it. Part of me wants to get Lance back just to see if I can make him love me for real this time. Thanks for tuning in to the At Second Glance limited series podcast. If you'd like to get the full story, go to ownyourpower.biz 
click store and order your autographed copy by Simone Kelly. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, please show your support by purchasing a copy of At Second Glance or any other books by Simone Kelly. See you next week. Own Your Power Radio. Real soul and hip hop. Just the way you like it. I'ma make you mine tonight Pulling your hair, baby I feel you breathing on me, on you You know that I'm a selfish lover When it's mine, I want it One track mine for it, for you I don't think I can let you go I don't think I can let you go Tell me about your dreams, tell me.